Hi, this is Joe here, and welcome to another Sunday evening edition of the Celebrity Tribute. This is a Celebrity Tribute podcast, and uh, today we have a couple things we're going to be talking about. It is a brand new month, so we're going to uh, look at a story that will make you smile um, segment that I do once a month. Again, it uh, originally was titled The Hero of the Month and um, has some uh, similarities to uh, The Hero of the Month. I, uh, again, the segment of stories that will make you smile. And we will look at the 40th anniversary of another film. Uh, I've done a couple of them. Uh, between film and TV series um, uh, this year. We're going to look at the 40th anniversary of the movie E.T., which starred back in the year 1982. But first, it's time for stories that will make you smile. Okay, we'll take you to Kingsville, Texas. A toddler orders up a mountain of cheeseburgers is the title. Kesley Golden was sure the DoorDash delivery person had made a mistake when she showed up at her front door on May 13th with 31 McDonald's cheeseburgers. I thought, oh, they have the wrong address or else someone's messing with me says Kesley, 36. Turns out the culprit was her two-year-old son, Barrett, who ordered up the burgers by accident while playing with his mom's phone. Golden posted her predicament to a community Facebook page where it was shared 10,000 times and made the national news. And within hours, the burgers had been given away. It was nice to know that something good could come out of it, says Kesley. Barrett's not this child's genius. He's just pressing the screen with his fingers. We had to teach him the other day that the cat doesn't go in the bathtub. <laughs> Again, a story that'll make you smile. A toddler orders up cheeseburgers from McDonald's on the phone and... Within that, the uh, burgers were then given away. <laughs> a funny but uh, story that um, has kind of a good ending in the end. <laughs> Come on and smile, Donya, smile. Again, the segment of stories that will make you smile.
Okay. So now uh, for the celebrity tribute uh, that I have for you, we're looking at a movie which came out 40 years ago about an alien that comes to Earth in which a young little boy um, and his family um, find out about his uh, particular powers that he has. And again, um, also the boy or the character Elliot ends up um, becoming very close to him as a close friend. So E.T. Again, the music was done by the legendary conductor John Williams. I remember seeing this film way back when it came out. So E.T., The Extraterrestrial, is a 1982 American science fiction film produced and directed by the well-known director Steven Spielberg and written by Melissa Matheson. It tells the story of Elliot the boy who befriends an extraterrestrial dubbed E.T. who is left behind on Earth. Along with his friends and family, Elliot must find a way to help E.T. return home while avoiding the government. The film stars D. Wallace, Henry Thompson, Peter Coyote, Robert McNaughton, and, of course, Drew Barrymore. The film's concept was based on an imaginary friend that Spielberg created after his parents divorced. In 1980, Spielberg and Matheson had developed a new story from the unrealized Project Night Skies, which is an unproduced science fiction horror film that was developed in the late 1970s. In less than two months, Matheson, who wrote the first draft of the script titled E.T. and Me, which went through two rewrites, the project was rejected by Columbia Pictures, who dubbed its commercial potential Universal Pictures eventually purchased the script for $1 million. Filming took place from September to December 1981 on a budget of $10.5 million. Unlike most films, E.T. was shot in rough chronicle order to facilitate convincing emotional performances from the young cast. The Anatronics for the film were designed by Carlo Ramadini. 
It was said that Henry Thomas portrayed the character Elliot got the part um, to play in the movie. Uh, let's take a look at addition for uh, Henry Thomas as a very young kid for the um, the character to portray Elliot. And you've had this creature now for three or four weeks. You become best friends with it. He wants to take the creature away. And he's come with a search warrant. And he's come with permission to take the creature away. And you're not going to let him. Now, young man, I understand that you have an alien somewhere in this house. Is that true? Well, is it true? Is there an alien in this house? Yes, sir. Well, as you know, I am from the government. I'm part of the United States government, and I am empowered to take that alien with me. But you can't take him away. He's mine. Well, but the government is bigger than you are, Elliot, and... I, I really, I have all the authority to take him, and i got to tell you, I'm going to take him. You can't take him. Well, I'm afraid I have to, son. You yes. can't take him away, he's mine! But it's not my choice. The president asked me to come here and get him. I don't care what the president says, he's my best friend. And you can't take him away! Well, it's, it's real possible, Elliot, that, that he'll come back, and you can have him again. But we just want to talk to him and see where he came from and try to find out about other planets. And he, he probably is the key to a lot of things that we have to know. But how do I know you're going to bring him back? Again, there the young Henry Thomas uh, doing an audition for, again, Elliot. Uh, his full name is Henry Jackson Thomas Jr., Born September 1971, he's an American actor and musician. He began his career as a child actor and achieved a career breakthrough with his lead role in the film E.T., The Extraterrestrial, for which he won a Young Artist Award and received a Golden Globe Award, a BAFTA Award, and Saturn Award nomination. says in the year 2021 he had a main role in Flagon's horror series Midnight Mass. And starred in other films such as Cloak and Dagger 1984, Fire in the Sky 1993, and All the Pretty Horses in the year 2000. Thomas was born in San Antonio, Texas. His mother, Carolyn L., is a homemaker, and his father, Henry Jackson Thomas Sr., is a hydraulic machinist. He earned um, or he attended East Central High School in Bin College. Thomas struggled 
with the popularity gained in the months following the release of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. In November 2019, Thomas replies his role as Elliot in an Xfinity and Sky UK commercial in which E.T. returns to a visit a now adult Elliot and his family for the holidays. I think I do actually remember seeing that commercial. And, of course, it also starred uh, Robert McNaughton. He portrayed the a brother to Elliot in um, E.T. His full name was Robert McNaughton. He was born December 1966. He is an American actor. He is best known for his role as Elliot's brother Michael in E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which he won... A 1982 Young Artist Award as Best Young Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. McNaughton had played the lead role of Adam Farmer in the 1983 film I Am the Cheese, based on the young adult novel done by Robert Cormier. Born in New York City, McNaughton primarily worked in theater both before and after. E.T. performing with the Circle Repertory Company, where he originated the role of Buddy Lehman in Jim Leonard Jr.'s The Diviners. And the film also starred um, a very young actress at the time, um, Drew Barrymore. The full name was Drew Berith Barrymore, born February 1975, is an American actress, producer, and talk show host and author. A member of the Barrymore family of actors, she is a recipient of several accolades, including a Golden Globe Award, a Screen Actors Guild Award, in addition to nominations for a British Academy Film Award, and five Emmy Awards. She received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the year 2004. Drew Blith Barrymore was born in Culver City, California to, to American actor John Drew Barrymore and aspiring actress Jade Barrymore, who was born in a displaced prisons camp in West Germany during World War II. Though her father, Barrymore, has three older half-siblings, including actor John Blith Barrymore. Her parents divorced 1982, when Barrymore was nine years old. Again, a well-known actress, again from a uh, acting family. Said E.T. premiered as the closing film of the Keynes Festival Film Festival on March 26, 1982, and was released in the United States on June 11, 1982. The film was an immediate blockbuster 
surpassing Star Wars to become the highest grossing film of all time, a record it held for 11 years until Spielberg's own Jurassic Park surpassed it in the year 1993, which I believe also came around out at that time so many years later. Again, Jurassic Park on June 11th. E.T. was widely acclaimed by critics and is regarded as one of the greatest films of all time. It received nine nominations at the 55th Academy Awards, winning Best Original Score, Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, and Best Sound Editing, and also won five Saturn Awards and two Golden Globe Awards. The film was re-released in 1985, again in 2002, to celebrate its 20th anniversary with altered shots, visual effects, and additional scenes. An IMAX re-release is scheduled on August 12th of 2022 of this year to celebrate its 40th anniversary. Again, looking at the plot, alien botanists secretly visit Earth at night to gather specimens in a California forest. One of the aliens separates from the group, fascinated by the distant city lights, but U.S. government vehicles arrive and chase the startled creature. The other aliens depart, abandoning the creature on Earth. In a nearby neighborhood in the San Fernando Valley, 10-year-old Elliot Taylor suspicions are aroused when he pitches a baseball into a tool shed and the ball is thrown back. Later that night, Elliot, Elliot returns with a flashlight and discovers the creature among the corn stalks. The creature shrieks and flees the scene. A development about uh, the movie after his parents' divorce, 1960, Spielberg filed the void with imaginary alien companion that he later recalled as a friend who could be the brother he never had and a father that he didn't feel he had anymore. 1978, he announced that he would shoot a film editing growing up, which he would film in four weeks. However, the project was set aside due to delays on 1941, which is a American period war epic comedy film directed by Steven Spielberg and written by Robert Semedics, and it starred John Belushi. But the concept of making a small autobiographical film about childhood would stay with him. He also thought about a follow-up to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is a 1977 American science fiction film written and directed by Steven Spielberg. It tells the story 
of Roy Neary, an everyday blue-collar worker in, in Indiana whose life changes after an encounter with a UFO. So again, Spielberg had thought up a follow-up to Close Encounters of the Third Kind and began to develop a darker project he had planned with John Saley's called Night Skies, in which Marvel aliens uh, terrorize a family. Again, the music was a big thing in the film. Uh, Spielberg's regular collaborator, John Williams, who composed the film's musical score, described the challenge of creating one that would generate sympathy for such an odd-looking creature. As with previous collaborations, Spielberg liked every theme Williams composed and had included. Spielberg loved the music for the final chase so much that he edited the sequence to suit it. Williams took a moderate approach, especially with his use of poionality, which refers to the sound of two different keys played stimulously. The Lydian mode can also be used in a portano way. Williams combined Poitality and the Linnean mode to express a mystic, dreamlike, and heroic quality. His theme emphasized coloristic instruments such as the harp, piano, celesta, and other keyboards, as well as percussion, suggests E.T.'s childhood nature and his machine. So again, let's take a look at some of the music again from E.T. Again, great music in that can composed by John Williams.
Again, let's take a look at John Williams. His full name was John Tower Williams, born February 8th, 1932. He is still alive today. He's an American composer, conductor, and pianist. In a career that spans seven decades, he has composed some of the most popular, recognizable, critically acclaimed film scores in, in cinematic history. Williams has won 25 Grammy Awards, seven British Academy Film Awards, five Academy Awards, and four Golden Globe Awards. The 52nd Academy Award nomination, he is the second most nominated individual after Walt Disney. His compositions are considered the epitome of film music and is considered among the greatest composers in the history of cinema. Williams has composed many critically acclaimed and popular movies, including the Star Wars saga, Jaws, Superman, and um, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, uh, the Home Alone films, as well as Schindler's List. He served as the Boston Pops principal conductor from 1980 to 1993. Quite a talent there, uh, John Williams. Critical acclaim. E.T. the Extraterrestrial received universal acclaim. Movie credit. Roger Ebert gave the film four out of four stars and wrote, this is not simply a good f movie, it is one of those movies that brush away over cautions and win our hearts. He later added to his great movies list, structuring the essay as a, later, as a letter to his grandchildren about the first time they have watched it. The film holds 99% Certified fresh approving rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 136 reviews, an average rating of 9.3 slash 10. The website's critical consciousness reads, playing as both an exciting sci-fi venture and a remarkable portrait of childhood, Steven Spielberg's touching tale the homesick alien remains a piece of movie magic for young and for old.
Uh, yes, again, quite a great film as well. Said on November 28th, 2019, during NBC's broadcast of the 93rd Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Xfinity released a four-minute commercial directed by Lance Accord, calling it a short film sequel to the original film titled A Holiday Reunion. The commercial stars Henry Thomas, again, who had portrayed Elliot in the movie T, now as an adult with a family of his own. Julian Hoyak played his wife, Grace, and Sebastian Bourgeau and Olivia Drews played their children, Elliot Jr. and Maggie. The story follows E.T. as he returns to Earth for the holiday season and focuses on the importance of bringing family together. Reference and nods to the original film are featured, such as a photo of the Taylor's family dog, Harvey, on the kitchen fridge and a replica of the makeshift speak and spell communication device. Did the commercial utilize a practical puppet for E.T. himself? In an interview with Deadline, Accord said he went this route in order to elicit more realistic performances from the actors, the same way Spielberg did to the original film. John Williams' score from the original film is mixed into the commercial. Spielberg was consulted by Comcast, parent company of NBC Universal, which itself owns Universal Pictures, before production on the commercial began. In July 1982, during the film's first theatrical run, Spielberg and Madison wrote a treatment for a sequel to be titled E.T. 2, Not Trickle Fears. It would have shown Elliot and his friends getting kidnapped by evil aliens and attempting to contact E.T. for help. Spielberg decided against pursuing it, feeling it would do nothing but rob the original of its virginity. E.T. is not about going back to the planet, as he says. <laughs> so again, looking at the classic film E.T., uh, which came out 40 years ago uh, this month. That's quite unbelievable. <laughs> um time period, but it's uh, hard to believe it's been 40 years. Now, um, uh, I'd actually like to do a quick little uh, um, bio, mini bio, on an actress who would have celebrated her 100 years if she had uh, been alive today, uh, we're going to be looking at um, the late Judy Garland. 
She got her start to fame in the 1930s um, as a young actress. And then, of course, got her start to fame um, in the film The um, Wizard of Oz with her classic song, Over the Rainbow. Again, let's look at moments with Judy Garland. Stars were shining bright. Not the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodbye. 
life so good morning good morning sunbeams will soon smile through good morning my darling to you here we are together a couple of stale lovers our days done at breakfast time it starts it with our suppers here we are together our best of friends must party so let me sing this party song from the bottom of my heart again there judy garland and some moments from her in her full-length feature films um let's find out a little bit about information about her Julie Garland was born June 10th, 1922, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Passed away June 22nd, 1969, in Cagan Lane, London. She was American actress and singer, though critically acclaimed for many different roles throughout her career. She's widely known for playing the part of Dorothy Gale in The Wizard of Oz from 1939. She attained international stardom as an actress in both musical dramatic roles, a recording artist, and on the concert stage. Renowned for her versatility, she received Academy Jubilee Award, a Golden Globe Award, and a special Tony Award. Garland was the first woman to, to win the Grammy Award of the Year, which she won for her 1961 live recording titled Judy Garland Carnegie Hall. Judy Garland at Carnegie Hall is a two-record live recording concert by Judy Garland at Carnegie Hall in New York with backing orchestra led by Mort uh, Lindsay. The concert appeared on the night of Sunday, April 23rd, 1961, has been called the greatest night in show business history. Garland's live performance were a big success at the time of her record company wanted to capture that energy into a recording. The double album became a hit both critically and commercially. The album won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year, making Garland the first woman to win the award. Uh, that's quite amazing. She's quite a talented actress, uh, that's for sure. Again, the late Judy Garland.
Carnegie Hall won five Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year and Best Female Vocal Performance. It was the number one record in the country for 13 weeks. One year later, Hurricane Judy, as she was dubbed, reminisced about the evening in a radio interview. Well, I, I don't think I've ever had a more uh, marvelous evening uh, than the audience felt the same way. I had a, a, a great time, and the uh, response was so gratifying. Was, I had never seen a Carnegie Hall. I'd never even been inside of Carnegie Hall. Well, Carnegie Hall has uh, known through the years concert artists, uh, classical artists, violinists, pianists. <laughs> from, I wasn't there that night, but from people who were there, they said the love of the audience for you was almost a tangible thing. It was almost something you could feel come out of the audience. Again, looking at the late Judy Garland, a little mini tribute on her, who would have been a hundred years old this past June, June of 2022. So that will conclude today's celebrity tribute. Um, as uh, we looked at a. 40th anniversary of the film E.T., as well as looking at the life of the same career, Judy Garland. So that'll do it for today's Celebrity Tribute Podcast. I am your host here, uh, Joe Schuster. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, this will be posted onto my timeline, um, onto Facebook, for uh, you can listen to it at your own leisure time. And have a good evening.